What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is B.A. And welcome back to Season 3 of Made Man, Man Podcast. Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts. Facts. And everything that we think every man should know about savings, investing, dating, everything else in between. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been more than a while, man. Our last episode was July 2020. You got the exact date. Hey, hey, hey. I had I had to take a step back, go down memory lane. A lot has happened. It was in a whole pandemic. 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 That's what they that's what the cool kids call it. <laughs> Man, it has been so long since we've been on this podcast. Uh we almost didn't even know where to start because it's been so much that's just happened since. Yeah, and um a lot of Understanding about yourself, a lot of awareness, a lot of growth, realizations, like, realizations about a lot of stuff. So you know, we just felt like you know we we can come in and get a get that off because I think it's important for a man to know the different phases he go through because a lot of us don't talk about the shit that we go through. All right, Ben. So we gonna get into it then. So y'all know how we do. We start with the quote of the day. So let's go ahead and run the quote real quick, and then we are gonna dive into it. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot to dive into. A lot. Um, but the quote of the day, um, this comes from Susan L. Taylor, right? So, Susan I don't know, L. I don't Taylor. know Susan. You know Susan? Nah. Uh, seeds of faith are always within us. Sometimes it takes a crisis to nourish and encourage their growth. We was in a whole crisis. So Susan, Susan talking that shit already. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, no, I like this one. This is good because, um. Bro, they right, man. Seeds of faith because outside of the pandemic, it's been a lot of crises that I've had to overcome this year. Like, normally I'm the type of dude where I'm on top of my game, right? But the pandemic plus just like growing through life, man, I had to overcome a lot of stuff and it take a lot of faith to get through that. And uh, I guess what this quote though <laughs> means to me. He's about to get into it. He's about to get into it. <laughs> what this quote means to me is um, basically it's going to be tough. Um, it's always going to be stuff that's going to change. That's just how life you know, typically works. But I feel like you just got to keep pushing forward. And so having faith, just knowing that even if you don't see it right now in the here and now, that you continue to push, you continue to have that persistence and that consistency, then eventually something will yield. And so I believe in serendipity for myself. And so no matter what happens, I'm always going to land on my feet. You say you bring about the serendipity word. I always gotcha. land yeah, on my feet. It. Serendipity because I can't be, I can't lose, bro. I can't lose. And so mm. just having that faith because you know my situation. You know what I've been through. And yeah. Also, congrats on the new job. Congrats on the that, new man. job. Thank you. We'll Thank talk you. about that later. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what it means yeah. to me, though. Like uh, just pushing through, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know, I'm I'm big on faith. I think that uh, even in the pandemic, when the last time you've been to church, uh, what was that? Maybe like two months ago or something like that. Um, you know. Uh, but I think that you know the quote is. I think faith is the word that kind of sticks out to me when it comes to this quote, mainly because you know I've, I've been through a lot just in life. Um, just in New York and I had nothing but faith I had to just kind of figure it out and just like okay like everything's gonna work out for the best so when the pandemic rolled around it was kind of like I was going through it but I was like oh this this, this shit is temporary right. like it's gonna be right. what it's gonna be so it's just it's a quote that hits home but it's something that I'm very very familiar with because I'm always open to that growth I'm always open to that understanding I'm always hopeful when it comes to just uh, becoming a better version of myself. 
No, nah, I totally agree. And I think there's a quote that everybody can relate to because, I mean, some people came up in the pandemic, but a lot of people didn't. A lot of people were struggling. Like, mm-hmm. I know my situation was real crazy. We still we still in the pandemic. Don't ever get it twisted. We still in the pandemic. <laughs> they still ask for that vax card yeah. every time I go out. Yeah. So nah, you you're definitely right. But in the height of the pandemic, where they wouldn't even letting us go out to like restaurants, clubs, oh, yeah, that's, bars, that, like, that was awful. That was awful. Where you had to learn how to like find a new hobby, essentially, right? Yeah, I, I went inward. I did some digging on myself, but we'll talk about that in a okay. minute. So anyway, that's my that's my take. I appreciate you sharing your take as always. Of I'm, I'm actually just ready to dive right into it. We can yeah, man, so much to cover. Like a lot has happened, but we are gonna put it in small doses so y'all can consume it. So it ain't gonna be no long winded podcast. Yeah, but we definitely gonna share a little bit today. But uh, we talked about jobs and that. You know, you you said congratulations. I appreciate that. I did get a new job recently, but <laughs> the, very process, recently. the the way you go through jobs is so interesting to me because you keep a job. All right, let's not. You get just it. up and down. You just be up and down with it, but you keep a job. You keep a job, and it's a you actually keep good jobs. So yeah, uh, yeah like you know, I think that the way you're able to manage that stress when it comes to like say a job doesn't work out or it's just a chaotic situation in this in the actual workplace. Like, you take the time to really figure out, like, all right, what does this mean? How am I going to manage it? How do I move forward? Because you stay with an interview. I'm good at interviewing. I just know how to, I know what I'm mm-hmm. capable of. So I just go in there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's 50-50. They meet me. I meet them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun at this point to me. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be because I shouldn't be doing it this much <laughs> for it to be fun unless that's actually my you're job. In, you're in sales. So it's just like, it, <laughs> that is the nature of your job. Like, it's, it's you bounce around a lot. You do a lot of different things. All right. So let me give you some context. So at the height of the pandemic, I had a job, but they ended up cutting my hours, cutting my pay and changing my job title. And so basically... That was the equivalence of working like a minimum wage job. Like, it was ter- it was terrible and I, it wasn't sustainable and I couldn't like live like that, especially with the lifestyle that I had. Bro, I couldn't sink back to that bro, way of Storm was going through it, bro. Like he would just be frantic when he came around us. I ain't like, never rely he'd, on. He'd just be happy to see us. Like he'd just be. Like, how y'all hype. doing? Hype. Y'all what's, good? What's going on in y'all life? Cause it sucks over yeah, here. Yeah, like Storm was going through it at the height of the pandemic. But you know they said seeds of faith, so. Basically, keep pushing. I end up getting this really, really good job. I'm not going to name the company, but a company that's very well-known, six-figure job, amazing benefits. I already know I'm about to kill it at the job. It wasn't that many black people as I thought it was going to be, I mean, even though... It's, it's tech. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, certain things, yeah. I, the CEO, I thought since he was black that, you know, yeah. didn't work out that way, but um, had a good-paying job. <laughs> Y'all, they let me go in a month. Exactly. Mm. Like, I got in, I'm telling all my family, I'm telling my friends, I'm like, yeah, I'm a breadwinner now, like, I'm on top, mm-hmm. and next thing I know, I wasn't. And the thing is, is like, I was doing so well, I had just gotten on the phone, spent mm-hmm. my little certification, mm-hmm. they make you go through all these hoops. And I get in there, then one day I come into the office, you know, I even bought me a little dress shirt, some dress pants, some shoes, because mm-hmm. I ain't had none of that, because I ain't been into an office. Mm-hmm. So I go into the office, I get a, a little um, Zoom info, or a Zoom call with my manager, and she's just looking at me, and I'm like, yo, what can we talk about? I'm excited to get to work. Mm-hmm. Of course, the first thing I hear, I already know the energy's down, because she just got this look on her face like, dang, I don't know how I'm about to tell this dude this, but I'm about to tell him. And she's like, yeah, so Storm, we decided we're going to have to let you go. Yikes. Misalignment. Yikes. Misalignment of position is what she said. After a month. A month. I ain't After even. A month. I ain't even got on the phones to show them nothing. I ain't even started actually doing my job. And she's like, it's a misalignment of position. So, I guess, like, 
hearing that because that happens more often than we think and we just don't talk about it but what did that how did that make you feel like in that moment like just bro understanding that i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't know how to feel like i had been so new to the job it's like normally if you put some skin in the game you're like yeah i'm mad i'm making all this money i done all this for the company i couldn't say none of that because i ain't did nothing for the company but it's like also we just had some great conversations so Mm -hmm. it's like so it caught you off guard caught me off guard so much so that i wasn't like upset i was more so like shocked and i was like all right cool like i ain't feel no type of way about it like normally Mm -hmm. You know, you want to punch a wall like a kick a small child. Mm-hmm. Not that you would actually do that, but like you be that mad. Kick a small child. <laughs> and, and bro, I just said, okay. I turned my laptop in and I kept it moving. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm telling people I'm homeless. But really, I'm just unemployed. But it's the same thing mm-hmm. in my eyes. Like mm-hmm. Now I'm looking at unemployment, $504 mm-hmm. each week, which I never received any of that. Mm-hmm. Even though I did it the day of. Mm-hmm. But we ain't going to talk about that. But so... I was defeated. I ain't gonna lie. Like whenever we went out, I wasn't going you, nowhere you, doing you, nothing. You start, you start to feel that shit a little bit different because it's just like I just started this job. I just came through a pandemic. Highest paying job, job I ever highest paying job that you ever had. And then it's just they just take it away from you. Talking about like that, like yeah. before it even a set month, in, like a month. I didn't even get to experience all of this. Yeah. Like it was like, dang, it's crazy. So mm-hmm. at that moment, Brian, ain't gonna lie, I was real defeated. But at the same time. You always make fun of me for this word, but serendipity. Like, I already knew. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but, like, I think God trying to, like, point me in the right direction mm-hmm. or something. So, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, trying to figure out what I need to do. So, at this point, instead of just getting another job, I'm just like, what should I actually be doing? So, next thing I know, man, I end up getting another job in less than a month. This new job that I got is mm-hmm. better than that old one, making more money than that, and it's actually doing what I wanted to yeah. do. So, yeah. Just kind of like seeing through the gray areas. And look, as soon as I got fired, I'm looking at YouTube videos. What what do you do <laughs> when you get fired? How do you overcome this stress? Like, bro, because I was really stressing. Like, I'm in New York City, bro. I got rent to pay. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, a, it was a little bit of a struggle. But anyway, I'm in a much better place now that I can I can talk to y'all about it. Because, you know, I'm in a good place now. But of course you can. It's <laughs> still going when through When you're going through it, it's just like, yo, like, Man. I don't want to talk about none of this shit. It is what it is. I wasn't really defeated because you were, I mean, I was defeated, but like you could tell I was like. You was, you was on to the next one. Yeah. You got your resume together. You sent it out. And, and thank, bro, yeah. low key though, thank God for friends, bro. Cause like, even though I got, I just got this, we just talked about how good that job was. Mm-hmm. My boy BA, I told him as soon as I got let go, I was like, bro, you ain't gonna believe this. They let me go. He's like, man, that job was some bullshit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like my man really just know the right things to say. So he it's really, just, <laughs> bro, bro, like. Like men don't be showing up for each other. They'd be like, damn, that's crazy. But it's just like, when you're in that type of situation, a lot of men don't like going to, you know, their parents, whether it's their mother, their father, because they don't want to let down. They, they damn near don't want to tell their friends. Nobody. So it's just like, I'm thankful that we had that type of relationship to where like, yo, I just got fired. Because a lot of men that I know would have just been like, fronting, like they still had a job. Instead of being like, yo, I just lost my job. Because then I'm not even able to help you. Right. I'm not even able to understand you your situation. Off. Yeah. Yeah, so that amount of vulnerability just shows like, you know, friendship, brotherhood. But I think that it's not done enough amongst mm-hmm. men. So, you know, just like a made man fact, like, yo, talk to your friends, bro. Like I don't I don't look at I don't look at Storm any differently because he lost his job. Like, oh, oh, this is life. We got to roll with the punches. <laughs> nah, he definitely, whenever we would go out, so he'd be like, um, so, you need me to get this? <laughs> it was a subtle, you need that's me called, to get that's this. That's called supporting your homie, though. 
That's called supporting your homie because you know, like shit ain't right right now. Let me see how I can support him. Facts, man. That's a, that's a main man fact right there. What about you though, man? You had I think you came up really a lot through this time. Uh yeah, bro. It was such a uh, process. 2020, 2021. Um, whether it's uh, professionally, I guess just talking about the job. You know, I was able to get a new job at a tech company, really uh, well-known tech company. And, um, you know, like I'm very thankful for that. But it was nine months of, like, really focused, locking in. Like, I disappeared. I didn't really post on social media. Yeah, but he's going through it. It was really just like, all right, let me make sure I'm focused on what I'm supposed to do because I need to, like, change my circumstances. And, you know, it was like a lot of reevaluation around how I looked at a nine to five, how I looked at a W two job. Yeah. It was a lot of just like, all right, this is a means to an end. So like what am I looking for in my job that's going to be able to help me grow as a person, but also be able to feel the dream on the side because mm-hmm. that shit is a mean like I said, it's a means to an end. So it was really like, you know, a lot of focus, a lot of just heads down, a lot of just like, yo, I got a strict budget. Mm-hmm. So like it is what it is. But along with that I was able to uh, get, you know, my first investment property. Yes, sir. So I, this is a part of the professional. Talk about because, it. Like I said. Talk about it. Nine to five fuels the dream. So it's just like, you know. Um, Ownership, man. You know, think, owner. Thinking, of, thinking of things to, it's a, it's a, it's a nice little two unit building in Chicago. Um, but these are the things that I really like think about when it comes to like what I want for my future, what I want to invest in, what I really want to spend my time on because like, you know, I come from a family that has set me up for success, gave me a lot of perspective, but now I feel like I have to be the one to actually like, you know, execute on it. Right. They gave me perspective and they definitely executed on some things. You gotta take those steps yourself though. But yeah, like it's just like, it's not just about me. This shit is always bigger than me. Yeah. That's crazy though. Like, so the one thing I gotta say about that is that um, you said you really like locked down. You was budgeting, making sure you wouldn't spend mm. all this money, bro. If you ain't, if you were like a close friend, you would never know I didn't have a job. Like, I was still out almost every night spending money because I'm just a natural like save. I had a bunch of money saved up, but like, bro, like. I know I'm gonna be good, so I just be doing it, bro. I just be outside, and that's not a way. That's not a main man thing. That is, that is what my opposite said, bro. I was I was on a budget, fifty percent of my income. You look like the more responsible version of me. Bro. No, you, 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 I think I'm just more responsible. All right, <laughs> that's what it comes down. I think I'm just more responsible. Maybe that's also you the case. But now, like, I think because you work in the field you work in is sales. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be always a sales job. It's always gonna be somebody. All right, I need I need your I need you to sell this product. So it's like a gift and a curse because it's so volatile, but also it's a lot of opportunity. Pay facts. So yeah, a lot of time to make a. But lot also, of money. like, yeah, that's the type of person you are. You just roll up the flow. Like, all right, bet. bro, for let real. Me, let me figure this out. I don't think many people can do the stuff that I do. Like, even my roommate, he'd be always like, "Bro, how are you still like going out doing all of this when you like balling on a budget, jobless? Like, balling, where's the income coming balling in? Balling on a budget, bro. It's just talking about like you just know you know what you got and you just be prepared for it and you just keep on moving. <laughs> know what you got. Yes. But uh, but nah, seriously though. So like, all, obviously this was a lot of stress, like mentally. I feel like, and so like, I don't know. What's been like you? What's your emotional status right now? What's been your emotional status going through all of this? Where you feel like you at right now emotionally? Oh man, I can say that I'm exhausted. Um, but at the same time, like I'm able to manage it better because I got like because I spent 2020. Also, like, doing a deep dive on myself and who the fuck I want to be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
you know, I got a therapist at the beginning of 2020. Like, what was that? Like, February, February March? Still got to get like one of those. Yeah, please. Like, I sent you the recommendations. <laughs> I've, been, I've been saying that for about a like, year now. Yo, like, no, like three years. What are you talking about? Um, but basically, like, you know, I, nothing was going wrong in my life at the time. But I was just like, all right, let me get a therapist because, like, ain't nothing wrong. But I feel like this person can help me continue to help me like become a better version of myself. Like real introspective, goofy shit that I be doing, right? right? right Not right. even goofy. It's just like I just want to be a better person. But um, I did something called um, inner child work all 2020. And I feel like most men need to do this, especially black men. Um, and with this work, what it does is it takes a deep dive on your childhood traumas. It helps you unlearn, like, those mannerisms, those characteristics and things like that. Like, you know, I'm not very vulnerable. I'm not very emotional. And that translates to me not being communicative, right? Right, right, right. So, it's just like, that whole year was spent with my therapist understanding those childhood traumas, understanding how they affect me as an adult, because ultimately... We're always the kids we were when we was younger. Mm-hmm. Like we we don't change that much. The way we react when we're vulnerable, when we going through some shit, we still that same child unless we actually address what the what the fuck we feeling, right, right? Right, right, right. And like it just really helped me connect the dots, and it just helped me become a better communicator when it came to my emotion. Like it was a, it was a fight for sure, but. It really helped me reflect on something and, you yeah, know. It's, like, it's uncomfortable. So yeah, it's, gonna be, it's, gonna be it's some uncomfortable thing. shit. And then 2021, I was able to go to therapy with my mom's. Like, wow. Yeah, okay. bro. Like, my mom, I went. we went to her therapist. But uh, it was some stuff I had to address with her yeah. that really, like, fucked me up. And that she didn't even realize. Until she didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. She didn't even realize it until we sat down and talked about it. But we were able to get to the bottom of it and really just come to an understanding. Like, she can't change what happened, but she understands. Right. And that actually helped our Helped communication. Too, yeah. Even though mm-hmm. I grew up with her and we're close, it bettered that relationship because everything was out on the table. Mm-hmm. So, it was a year of, like, growth and really understanding who I am now, but also who I want to be. You feel like you're in a good emotional state right now? Uh, you know, I'm going through it a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I was also, um, in a relationship and, um, I guess like out of respect for her, I'm not going to be up here and just talk about, nah, you ain't got to do all of that. Yeah. Nah, we ain't slandering nobody. Because at the, at the end of the day, like she's a good woman and, um, I appreciate her for who she is and everything we've been through and all that. But I could just say that, you know, with that relationship, Taught me a lot about my vulnerability, um, but also it's just like with relationships. If you're really in that shit, if you're really committed, yeah. if you really want to like make that shit work, like what happens is, is that you know each person is always growing, right? So like she was in therapy, I was in therapy. We was just getting a better understanding of each other. However, in that growth process, there's gonna be a lot of fights. You're gonna go through it. Man. You're gonna because I, I could tell you this was the healthiest relationship I've been in as an adult. Like, for real, for real. Um, But with that growing process, you can't always control how that growth affects the person you're in a relationship with. And I'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into the, you know, specifics about what happened because, like, that's disrespectful to her. And, um, you know, I'm I'm just not in that place. I'm not in that place no more to be just exposing. I think you you really good at the way you, like, word stuff and, like, say just enough, but, like, 
Not too much because mm-hmm. me, I go off the hinges sometimes. Then we got to end up editing <laughs> the podcasting. That's why. That's why this works though. That's why this works. <laughs> and taking it all, but that's why this works. I haven't been in a relationship in a long time, but mm-hmm. in terms of like um my emotional status, I feel like right now I'm probably in a very like pivotal place in my life just because like, so. bro, like because and it's crazy like. Sometimes you don't learn different emotions about yourself or different emotions that you have until you like experience with somebody else and they bring it out of you, right? Yep. And so I've had like different relationships with different people that have brought out emotions that I didn't even know I was capable of, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm I've done and said things that I didn't even know I would do or say, right? Mm-hmm. Like gotten real heated uh, arguments. Uh, all the way down to like, I learned that I have narcissistic tendencies, right? Where I, I, I like to, I'm not a narcissist. No, wait, wait, a wait a minute. I'm not a narcissist, but I have narcissistic you're tendencies. An attention whore. Because narcissists whore. don't know that they're narcissists, <laughs> right? Or they, 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 Allegedly. They, don't, they don't know that they're narcissists. I know I have narcissistic tendencies. And so I, uh, I know that I, I'm controlling sometimes, right? Like mm-hmm. I like to control the field. So mm-hmm. if it's not me, that's kind of dictating the way things go, or if it's not, I feel like I don't have the power, then I let go. Mm. And I ain't even need a therapist to tell me that. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. different relationships, friends like you, you know, that, that have told me like, this is how you handle different situations mm-hmm. or relationships that you have or whatever. And so I think that this last year up to this point has been probably the most I've grown in like my entire life mm-hmm. in terms of like an emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I can say honestly right now that I'm not in like a super great place or whatever. Like I'm not thinking about like hurting myself or hurting somebody else, but like I know that there's a lot of room for improvement and I know this because of the way I handle certain situations and it's real easy for me to blame the other person for making me do these things, Mm -hmm. but really it's me that Mm -hmm. has control over my emotions, Mm -hmm. but I give other people control over me. And so it's like one of them things that I've been kind of trying to this, battle with. This awareness is crazy, by the way. Yeah, bro. I, I mean, I've, never, I've never heard you see really, really talk about it like this. It's growth, man. Like it's just you—you you go through something mm-hmm. and then you learn something, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, right now, I think I'm getting in a better place. Like one thing that you said is like therapy. That's something that I really talk about. That I really need to just like invest in and just do. Like it's no matter important. what the cost is, because I can see like the effects that it's had on you. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you bro, you, you used to talk to me, but bro, you don't never like just say anything, right? Like you, mm-hmm. I, I can you tell gotta add, you got to pull you it internalize, out. You push yeah. it out of me. You internalize yeah. stuff, and um, me, I talk too much sometimes, and I say stuff I don't mean, and so sometimes it's just like reading the room, like think about what you're gonna say and how it might affect that person before you just like open your mouth and look like a dickhead, right? Which I'm very good at doing, self sabotaging, being a dickhead. That's one of my two best characteristics. This this growth is like uh, <laughs> crazy. It's crazy to like hear you talk about it because awareness is usually like the first step of you like really like realizing your bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think just as men, we don't talk about that enough. Nah. Like you know, all right, like here's the bullshit that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. How can I like do this? But you know what you got to do. So now it's just all about you executing on it. And like for everybody, it's a different process. Right. Like therapy is like nothing you could just jump into. You got to be really like, all right, I'm ready to do this. Let loose. Because like, now, because you, usually not talking out of 10, you know, you got to unpack some shit that you probably that don't want to unpack. Trauma, childhood, tra- like all of that stuff. Like, yeah. So it's just like, you know, I, I think that's not talked about enough when it comes to the maturation process, really understanding yourself because... My whole thing is like, 
bro, I can't, I can't, I want to be better than my parents. Right. I want to be better than my moms. I want to be better than my dad. That's no disrespect to them. Because they were, they, they did, should, they, and they, they should want the you to could. do that yeah, too. Yeah, they did they, the best they could. But it's just like, I can't, I can't be stagnant in my growth because at the end of the day, and this is some shit I realized in therapy, mm-hmm. like, yo, I just want to be a dad, bro. I want to have a family. I want to have, this I want to do all that shit. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not that complicated to me. Like, Everything I do right now, whether it's like the real estate, whether it's the Send job, it up for your future, yeah. like bro, it's family. the free time that I want to have with my people, my mm-hmm. family, like just be able to have that flexibility. Like it's not about oh, like I need power, I need status, and all that, that shit. Don't mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So you know, like us even having this conversation right now, I'm like, it's so much growth, and because I'm around people like you. That have that type of awareness and are going to put in that work. I appreciate that. To man. do that, like, because you're already talking about it. That's the first step. It's tough. I ain't gonna lie to so you. So it's just like, bro, that shit is so important just as a man and just, you know, becoming like, who the fuck you gonna be for the rest of your life? Right. I'm still figuring it out. Like, right now, I just got this new job and, like, ideally, it's what I think I want to do because I know I'm good at doing the things but like mm-hmm. is it like what I want to do for the rest of my life like I'm having these type of conversations mm-hmm. like everything I do it's like but do I really want to like grow into this as a person like is yeah. this what I see myself doing long term and that's relationships that's jobs that's like just like anything right like those are, those are the hard questions you gotta ask yourself and because you're verbalizing it bro that people don't understand how important it is to verbalize some shit because they internalize it, they hold on to it, mm-hmm. they overthink it. But if you say it, you hear me, you know I'm here for the support. Yeah. What can I do? <laughs> How can I help? Like, we don't talk about that shit enough. Facts, yeah. And no judgment, you know, it's a safe zone or whatever. So I, I, I feel like that too. And that just comes with time. Like, I just, I feel like I can trust you with that. But, um, yeah, bro, I just want to know what the emotional status, what's y'all emotional status? Where are y'all at right now? I mean, you can self-reflect on that yourself, but man, it's been tough, but it's been a lot of growth. I know that. And I feel like everybody has grown in some type of way, right? Like, and that can vary from any way, depending on who you are. But bro, it's been tough out here, but I feel like I'm in a much better place, obviously. But it's only because I'm aware of how bad I was before. Otherwise, I would have been like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, life is good, right? But that's, that's what you call you look at the man lines. in the mirror, right? Yeah. And just be like, all right. Yeah. But enough of that, bro. Um, <laughs> outside of that, bro, we we know even though it's been a pandemic, a pandemic, we've been outside. Oh, we've been outside a little bit. We've been outside. I don't know if y'all bit. heard of Club Six Fifty, but uh, Club Six Fifty <laughs> used to go up. I only, I only was able to enjoy maybe like a couple times. Yeah, you know, he pandemic. left. He, he left me. I was definitely, Chicago. I was definitely, uh, you know, in a relationship at the time. So it's just like, you know, I just wanted to. You know, cool off at six fifty because six fifty gets crazy. Man, look, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, and <laughs> this is not something I'm promoting. But everybody also, was also club club six fifty is just the address. Of yeah, that's just way. like yeah, club, yeah that's good yeah, point. Because yeah. people are like, where's that? Where the fuck is club? 650? Yeah, yeah. So club six fifty is just like that was club the beginning pandemic. of my address, and yeah. that's where we went down. Like I would have like these game nights, is what we call them. It's really like a house party, and we play games at it. But like, it ain't like bingo or like. Uh, connect for and then like that like we actually play spotlight some, talk about spotlight <laughs> talk about spotlight we play games that get a little invasive that were that usually um somebody lead to a off. lot of drinking somebody 
talking somebody about their sexual experience. Somebody here, like, fighting about something like, yo, it, it got crazy at it, Club 650. Fights too, yeah. It like fights. It was, uh, but you know, you know I, I controlled that. You don't, you don't get wild like that. But uh, there was definitely some heated moments. There was some heated moments. A woman pulled me to the side talking about colorism. I was like, what are we talking about right now? How did we get yeah, here? Yeah, it'd be all types of people that come. But it's always a good time. But, man, we used to have so many parties, like, at my spot during the pandemic because we couldn't go outside. So, we was just like, y'all just come over for a little bit. We had some time. 20 people here. You know, we had the... We was at 10. You know, we tested it out, made sure ain't nobody get COVID. It was always the same group in a rotation. How many people got COVID? Nobody. Zero. Hey. Zero people got COVID. So, this I mean... Be, this really is a safe space. But, bro, we ain't had some of, of the wildest parties here. But outside of that, bro, I have been... Outside, outside. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. You definitely, you definitely made like, moves <laughs> in the streets outside. Yeah, you, you've, you've been, you've been out the country respectfully, but um, should be respectfully. <laughs> yeah, I said outside. Like I just been out here slinging dick everywhere. But like, <laughs> no, like I have been outside respectfully. I've met a lot of people, had some good relationships built, some not so great. A lot of trips taken outside the country, like yeah, Mexico, I got, I got, Puerto I got on, Rico. I got on that bag, yeah. I got, I got my passport. Jamaica, even got a passport. I got, I got my, I got my passport updated. I haven't been out the country since I was like twelve, and I got my passport updated last year. Took my first vacation. That was what early twenty twenty. Oh, you did do yeah, that. I went to, I went to Cancun. That was. Bro. Oh, and it was all on Instagram, bro. Really too, boy. I bro, it was it was like a whole little moment, right? Yeah, I, ain't, well, I was kind of jealous. Like, I ain't never. I, first of all, I ain't never think I would do no shit like I was that. Like, this what a relationship look like. Bro. I need to get one right but, now. Uh, yeah, it was it was an experience, like you know, all inclusive resort. But it was like one of those bougie resorts. So shout out to her for setting that up. But it was something to where like I needed that experience. It was cool. Like it was real. Like you know. It's everything, like bro. You know, it was, it was and, he, and we we downplaying it or whatever because it, we ain't gonna go into the fine details or whatever. Oh no, like I'll go into the details. Like, you don't have to if you don't want bro, to. Bro, it was a little massage. <laughs> it was a massage going on. No I'm had, not gonna lie. Go we, to Jamaica. We, if we ain't never been in Jamaica. Oh, you talking saying. about Jamaica? Yes, Jamaica yeah, was Montego Bay. Different, was crazy. It was different. Yeah, Montego Bay was crazy because it was what three resorts right next to each other. And it was like it was it was hella classes, but that's that's some woke shit that I ain't got to talk about right now. But if you had the wrong wristband, you wouldn't get it into that resort. Man, listen, the ratio was crazy out there too. Yeah, like, the ratio was crazy. Um, everybody was there to have a good time. Yeah, the day because we went we went what Labor Day weekend. Put words to like yeah. to, to, we, to reinforce what you said. We went to late Labor Day weekend. So everybody was leaving what Monday? Man. Monday was Labor Day. Sunday was out of control. Bro. I'm talking about everybody in the pool drunk. Some people butt naked. Some people butt. I'm like, yo, where's your swimsuit? Right, like, where's the lifeguard at? Can yo, somebody man, handle this? I, I was looking for a whistle. <laughs> I was looking for a whistle, like, yo. That's about people <laughs> in the ocean at night. It's what they call it, a night swim. Uh, skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. Oh, they say night swim, but. I guess that means skinny. I'm talking about it was people just living their life. Like, you could tell these people been locked down for a year. And so, as soon as they got a little inch of freedom, people bro, just went wild. I ain't never experienced nothing like that. It was it was just like everybody was openly, like, drunk, ready for, ev- ready for whatever. Like, and then we went to a water park. There was a water park in there. And I almost drowned because of you. Ah, uh, I see. I would have saved you. So... <laughs> Yeah, so, I was just waiting. He just, you know, so, he got to so, wait. 
He, no, he big. No, y'all no, know how fuck that. Y'all fuck know that. how big this fuck man that. is, right? Fuck that. So I was like, let me just see. Because he be punching in the water and kicking. I'm like, I ain't trying to get punched to kick. So fuck that. I'm going to wait till he just about to drown. Then I'm going to save him. All right. So it was a water park <laughs> at the resort. There was like four or five different slides, right? <laughs> and basically, one of the slides was... <laughs> it was a little deeper than the other ones. The other one was like... All, all, bro, that's four of the slides went to like four feet. Bro, it was like 13 feet. It was like... It's, it said six. It was like 14 nah, feet. Nah, that was like 13, 14 Mind feet. you, I only swim to survive. But you told me you know how to swim, too. No, I, I didn't. Said, no, I didn't. I, I said, yo, you got this? I was like, I know how to swim. What you I told you about? I told you I could swim to survive if I needed to save my life. Mm-hmm. So, Storm goes on the slide, <laughs> the, deep, the deep water slide. He just, he just, you know, back pedals out of that one. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, back. It ain't that deep. I'm like, he's tall, but he's not that much taller than me. <laughs> so I get on the slide, and it's like a little spinning. About to make me sound so bad, yo. And I fall into the water. Like, I, I, I made sure I fell feet first into the water because <laughs> the way the slide was set up, if you fall head first, I don't know if you're coming back up to the top. So I fall in feet first. I feel nothing under my feet, so I immediately start panicking. <laughs> I immediately start panicking. And you know what Storm at? Storm is like by the edge of the pool. Just, I'm just holding out my no, hand. Like, no, he was not holding out his hand. <laughs> he was just watching me like punch the water. I was like, he got Trying this. to get to the edge. <laughs> trying to get to the edge. So I'm like, you know, first of all, I've never even probably told him this. I was like low-key disappointed in him. Oh, my he, God. Because he, he saw me. He saw me like punching the water. I thought you were swimming. I was not. I swimming. thought that's how you swim. I was trying to find the bottom of the pool. Men swim, they I was just... trying. I was trying to find the bottom of the pool, and I just could not touch it. I really thought you was okay. You was this close to the edge. So I was like, bro, I'm not gonna let you die. I was dead. Did you die? I almost. You still here? I got. I got out of my heart was beating. Nah, bro, my you heart made was it. Okay, I could. Man, okay, maybe I could have acted Any, a like, little bit sooner. Anyways, like uh, my friend was there to support me, even though he almost let me die. So it is what it is. Outside of the water park, though, man, I'm not going to lie to you. Even though they said, like, don't travel, you're supposed to be locked down and stuff. We didn't care. We went on a... We, man, first we went we crazy. went. We went on a bamboo raft. In the forest with all these people with the uh, rafts yeah. swimming yeah, upstream. The, yeah, the bamboo raft. And mind you, we were on a bamboo raft together. Right, which was also... Which was weird. Which was weird. We was like, all these... Because we came with a group of people. And we was like, at least, like, mismatch us. Like, yeah, a mismatch bit. us, like, you know, man to woman. Like, even if it was just for conversation, yeah, it like, is what it is. So, it's two big-ass dudes. Two, just, two big dudes on the raft. We sitting here just like, okay. But we had the time of our life on that raft. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun on that Yo, raft. Yo, that rum punch they had was that rum. We got authentic Jamaican rum punch. Like, that went crazy. So, and mind you, like... We overslept a few times, but we were still outside. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I don't care how you slice it. Jamaica is definitely the move. So if you haven't planned a trip, and I know a lot of y'all been in Jamaica already, right? Like, we late to the to the party, but... Definitely late. But our that, experience, like, yeah, storm almost let me drown. <laughs> Labor Day, the <laughs> highly recommend Jamaica so, Labor Day weekend. <laughs> so he survived, and then we had a really good time the rest of the trip. 
Um, outside of, of me and him taking that trip together, I've also taken like several other trips. I think I went to Mexico. I went to Puerto Rico. Oh, you I went to um, <laughs> where else did I go? You made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> Where'd you go with? I went to a bunch of places. Just by yourself? Yeah, man. You know, I'm just exploring. I ain't saying like you know. I just went. I don't know who I went with. I can't remember. It's too long ago. But went out the country. Had a good time. Um, and that's what I feel like I should encourage a lot of people to do, especially now as we start to move out of the pandemic, like. Bro, I used to tell myself I'm going to wait till I'm 30, got a lot of money, and then I'm going to travel the world and do all but this. You've done, you done a lot of that already. Right, bro. And I think everybody should. Like, you don't need to wait until you become, like, super successful. A lot of, uh, I'm, I'm noticing not, not a lot, but a good number of men, like, wait until they're settled or and comfortable in their career. Wait till you got a knee injury from being old or your back hurt. Like, bro, go out. Bro, it's, life. it's just, I think that's ego. But also, it's just like, bro, like, you gonna wait to start living when you're thirty? Cause like even when you like I'm twenty now, I'm about, I'm about to be thirty in January, and it's just like, bro, if I wouldn't have take taken half the risk when it's professionally, personally, when it comes to this shit, mm-hmm. like bro, I wouldn't be able to talk to, I wouldn't be able to say most of the shit I'm saying right now. Yeah, facts. So it's just like I can't stand when people are like, yo, I'm a, I'm a settle, I'm gonna wait to get into a relationship when I'm. 31, 32, all this other... Oh, bro, you I gotta got take a risk. Just do it. Right, bro, like, risk experience is the biggest teacher for anybody. Literally. So, it's just like, bro, like, I, I just... I hear women talk about men, their interactions with men, and just, like, them not having their shit together. Right, I heard so much awareness. about women on this, like, just this little... 20, I've heard women, too. 21. I've heard a lot of shit about women, too. Like, you just learn These from, expectations. like, just... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I'm just saying that this, I'm not one to get into like and you know kind of guide me along because I ain't trying to like we're not an anti-woman podcast yeah I'm not bashing no women but man listen we be on two different pages though listen we like, all be on two different pages yeah like man listen I ain't in a relationship right now because I don't have a mental capacity for it right now like ideally if I find somebody and we on the same page and like all of that yeah but like you could find somebody that's great, that you have a great time with, but then it just be like small little things that you know are going to fester once you do I mean, get into a relationship. I mean, that person is probably your friend. Yeah, but like, you know how you, your friend, if somebody your friend, you usually... Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, why I can't know, we... That's what we talk. Like, yeah. yo, like, if that's your friend, then yeah, we should be in a relationship Man, together. that is not the case all the time. Like, you just gotta like... I'm still learning on this, so I don't even want to speak too much on it, but like... Bro, I thought I knew a lot about I'm glad women. You that preference. Like, yeah. Did y'all hear what he said? Like, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to understand what the fuck I'm feeling. Big time. Major, major fact, bro. Like, it's been a roller coaster, man. Like, I even, <laughs> I did some of the dumbest shit that I've ever done in my life. I called my mom. And, you know, I don't, I don't talk to my mom as much as I should. But so I call her because I'm trying to develop more of a relationship. So I'm talking to her about different things that I'm, like, thinking and going through. I'm like, you know what, mom? I don't know if I'm monogamous, like naturally monogamous. And then, you know, she went to the, the, the scriptures. Oh, she went, she went yeah, to the Bible. She went, she's like, you know. She went to Abraham. God like, just doesn't. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. But it's just like. But. But what I did realize also is that that's not actually the case. What it really just takes is like me finding somebody that I'm actually like genuinely. Y'all got to be on the same yeah, page. Yeah, like we got to be on the same page. And it's somebody like, I mean, I, I'm still developing. It could be somebody that, I, that I'm, you know. That I've met in a relationship in the past or whatever, but like, what it takes—it's not me like not being monogamous. It's just me like taking the time actually to invest in that person and then actually learn that person instead of like trying to move through. Because what I do is I get bored mad quick. 
right? I try to yeah. skip the steps. I try to like go through it and like let's do this, let's do that. And then I'll be like seeing all this stuff that I didn't see in the beginning. And then it's like, oh no, this is not going. This work. ain't it. This ain't gonna work, bro. Like the thing about like me dating, I haven't even really started like heavy in the dating space yet. Because it's just like, you know, I just wanted that time to myself and like really like, And I, yo, I respect that feeling. so much about you, bro, because you I, know how to do that. Bro, a lot of men like fuck through the pain. And I'm like, mm, bro, I'm like, nah. Because like, I be on my deep shit to where like sex is just like so like emotionally bro. involved. Like even if you like, and even as a man, if you can compartmentalize like those different aspects of it. It's just like, bro, you still feel that. Mm-hmm. And then you got to deal with, like, the things that come with we'll that. Come with it, like, yeah. It's just like, people be like, yeah, I just want to fuck around. Yeah. And they start liking you. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Come with so, so much, much baggage, bro. Yeah, so I just, like, you know, took the time to myself to figure out what I'm feeling. Because, like, bro, like, I, I just... I, I think it's good to just have that time to just be by yourself. And you remember even before I started my last relationship, I wasn't really talking to nobody. Like, yeah, I had people here and there yeah. but you know it but you've cool. never really like been the type where you just talking to a whole lot of people right yeah because it's just exhausting yeah, like, take bro, a lot like, of mental... it take a lot out of me yeah. like I'm just like at the end of the day I'm more introverted so it's just like yo like I don't need to talk to everybody <laughs> y'all see why it's so good that it's my friend like I feel like bro, it's a like, balance yeah it's like y'all it's a very fine balance it's like we're, we're similar but we're opposite at the same time is, yeah but like at the same time we can bring it home to the yeah. same point like yeah I, and I do realize that, and that's why I think we've been friends for like five plus years, right? Because Damn, like that shit crazy, that shit flew made by. Made me sound old. That I ain't gonna shit lie. flew by, bro. You know, I realized I was old the other day, man. What happened, man? I went to Six Flags, bro, and uh, just going out, having a good time, and bro, like I feel like I was the oldest person in the park, bro. You know, they're doing the fright fest thing right now, yeah. or whatever. It was high schoolers and people in college and stuff, and. and College, I'm thinking like, okay, you know, some grown people, bro. Everybody was bro, young. Not grown when you're in college, bro. Some people are, but yeah. most people ain't grown when they're in college. But I feel like they older. And high school seemed like elementary school to me. Not like they so young, and like everywhere I go, I used to be the youngest one in the group. Now I'm like not the youngest one anymore. Like <laughs> I'm not even thirty yet, and I'm feeling like I'm feeling it a little bit. I'm like, dang, I'm actually kind of old now. Like, and I'm 27 by the way, in case y'all ain't know. So, I got a question for you. Since you've been single longer than me, what have you noticed with women overall? Like, you talked about yourself, things you picked up about yourself, and you talked a little bit about what you noticed from women, but, like, just overall, when it comes to looking for your preference or just understanding women, what have you noticed? And, again, we're not generalizing this to all yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We men. So, that's yeah. what we're going to talk so about. So, it's just we like, date, we date women. what have you noticed when it comes to, like, expectations? Like, understanding your type. Yeah. The red flags you look for when you fucking talking to a woman. Like, what are the things you notice? I think the biggest thing, like, whole thing, right? Like, if I had to put it in one word, is patience. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes... Oh, a, shit. Dude, that's... That's... A, that's... It's a word. Like, it's a, it's not even an SAT word. But, bro, it's important. It's, bro, patience, bro. Like, it just takes patience, bro. Because you, like, you used to say this, right? You meeting a representative of somebody for, like, the first six months that you're talking to. Three them. to six months, yeah. Three to six months, you mean they representative. But, bro, like, you can meet somebody and you think, like, this is great or whatever. And then, like, you realize they're not who you thought they were. Or maybe they are great, but it's, like, small things they need to work on that you want to help them work on. And so, you exercise a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they're not on the same page as you. Mm-hmm. 
but that's okay. Like, everybody not on the same page as you. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I think the biggest thing is just like exercising patience and stop being so like eager in a rush. Like, me, like I told you, I get bored very quickly. So if I'm talking to somebody for like even longer than like three months, to be completely honest with you, like, I probably like you. Like, I probably could potentially see this going somewhere, but it's like small things that maybe I'm working on with myself and maybe that she's working on. So it's just like we got to be patient. It's also you got to learn how to just talk to different people. Like, it's like sales, right? You can't, every deal is not the same, right? You may email somebody, you might call somebody. Every woman is completely different on how they respond to different stuff that you say. Very, said. very different. And, um, yeah, like, I, I, I haven't, I haven't been single for that long, but, uh, when I was dating, um, I just kind of picked up on, like, what, what, I, hindsight is twenty twenty. So, like, I understand, like, more of, like, what I expect out of somebody. Bro, that's another big like, word. I, I, I right really, it, the expectations because, are because so high. I, because, I, because I think that a lot of the time we feel like women have all these expectations of us. Right. But at the same time, we ain't really got no expectations of them. Like, our, our basic shit is like, all right, I'm a provider. I'm going to lead. Like, that type of stuff, right? We don't have an expectation, but we have a bare minimum, I think, like, in terms of, like, what we expect, right? I sh- and I should be basic, though. We don't really take the time to be, like... But it's some people that don't even know, like, do the basic stuff. Yeah, but but basic is, like, aesthetics. How do you look? How you act in public. Is that... Is is the vagina fire? <laughs> like, it's, it's just, yeah, like... Yeah, that is... We, we really, like, basic... That's important, though. But, that that's, but that's why shit be ending so mm. fast. And I'm not saying, like, yo, like, don't sex with somebody for a long time like to see because like it's gonna happen whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen but it's just like we don't be going in there with like any expectations because we don't be knowing what the fuck we looking for facts so it's just like i'm always like in 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 my process or like in what i've seen it's just like hindsight 2020 i'm able to easily identify like here's the thing i didn't like about that woman mm-hmm. who i would never be with mm-hmm. and then i can identify the things that you would want in yeah a and then i can be like all right i need somebody that's going to give me i don't need a lot i'm independent for the most part most men don't need a yeah. whole lot bro but a lot of men don't have the awareness to like be like mm-hmm. i don't need a lot but here's what i need mm-hmm. i need peace understanding right what do i mean by that understanding is just like taking the time to observe me Taking the time to like understand my moods, my mm-hmm. tendencies, not being settled with it, but just being like sometimes just like, all right, Brian, Brian is going to like react like this because he's kind of stressed out. So here's how I need to be here. He be there for him. Peace is more so like, bro, don't project things onto mm, me. Be fixed. And if you are projecting, come back to me in a like and, and like, yo, that w- I had nothing to do with you. That had everything to do with me. Right, you right. said this, and that made me think about this. Like being able to connect the dots because that's like, okay, like I'm not the issue. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. She just had a reaction, right? So, like, peace and understanding is probably like the biggest things for me because I, most things I can do for myself. And I can't trust you if you can't provide me with no peace and understanding. That's a big word you said, that trust word. When I'm and, realizing it's also something that I learned that. And again, it's not women bashing. It's just from my personal experience. But a lot of women do not trust you, even if they you have never given them a reason yeah. not to trust you. Yeah, it's like the baggage from the 
last situation or what they've been through, they projected onto you. And that's and that's the projection. And then it's just like it's a turnoff. It's a big turnoff because it's, it's like I ain't even did nothing. It's like I'm guilty before proven innocent instead of innocent until proven guilty. And I and I think the important thing is to remember is just like, bro, I ain't expecting you to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I just expect you to know how to manage it better. And not look to me to be the one like, mm-hmm. oh, like, no, like, what What do you mean? How am I feeling? Because that makes an impact on me because I'm I'm learning and growing just we like you. We both learning, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, like, I don't need this big, I don't, I, I just want you to manage it better. And That's it's all. crazy, like, I only learned this stuff after I went through it and saw what it did not have. Yeah. Now I realize this is what I mm-hmm. need. This is like my bare minimum mm-hmm. type yeah. of stuff. Like, And that's what I learned from like dating different people right now. It's like. Oh, dang, I didn't even realize that that's that important to me. Mm-hmm. But if you do this or if you don't do this, it actually affects my mood and it stresses <laughs> me out like a lot. And I'm starting to realize, OK, when I talk to somebody, I actually need them to like already be disestablished, like not mm-hmm. in terms of like, career or anything. Right. But like emotionally, like mm-hmm. know your value, know who you are, have that confidence. Mm-hmm. Like and I get it. Like a lot of people are going to be um, insecure. Right. Yep. Like that's and nothing you can change, right? Like you can't, you can't change that. But like it's like certain things, like like it's like certain things you just like. I feel like you should know. Yeah. Like I don't have to teach you. We don't have to go through yeah. that together. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just like I want you to have worked on some of this stuff already. Yeah. I don't want to have to build before a, build a woman. Yeah. I and that's something that I noticed that we don't even like really talk about. It's just like I was like. Women, I, I hear, not a lot, but I hear a good number of women talking about how much they invested into a dude mm-hmm. and, you know, like, help build them up. Yeah. And I feel that, like, it's it's going to be like that, but we don't hear a lot about men. Building women, though. Building them. And, and at the same time, like, I'm not really, like, I'm not talking about anybody. It's just in general, like, really just understanding, like, you know, there are situations out there to where, like, men get the short end of the stick and we just have to live with it. Absolutely, that. man. So oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it is what it is though. We have to be like, all right, let me keep it moving. Because it's not talked about, it's not putting yeah. like it's just men like, oh, we gotta always build yeah, this man up. Yeah. Like, nah, like if some of y'all be broken. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit. Yeah, that's a word. Yo. That's a word. Can we can we talk that's about it? Oh, that's, nah, a like, that's a word. Some it, people be broken, man. Yeah, and, and and that's no disrespect to them because even if you're broken you should be doing shit to actually like take to like build yourself back up and figure out what the fuck you feeling before you with somebody else. And um No, I totally agree with that. Like yeah. I, I I totally agree with that. Like and this is the thing, I don't expect you to be perfect, but if there's something that I'm saying like, oh we can work on this or you could like, you know, work on this or develop this yourself and then you do it and show me like you actually developing it. That is something that I actually like. That makes me feel safe that with you. Feel that, feels, like, makes me feel, that makes me trust like you. Like you hearing me. Like, like you understand. Like you actually want to Understanding. Mm, that's understanding. Understanding because I think that I'm self-motivated. I'm highly ambitious. I know that like, a you catch. know. Yeah. You almost said catch, hey, right? Hey, hey I, don't, I don't even like to talk about myself I mean, like I mean that. if you ain't going to do it, I can do it. I can be the best I friend. I appreciate you. See, that's what we need, man. More, more men big themselves, bigging their friends up. What, 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 what dudes be like? I'm trying to be like I'm you. I'm trying to be like you when I'm I I'm trying to be like you, though. Like. <laughs> but what it comes down to is just like, I think that depending on the type of man you are, you probably don't expect a lot out of a woman. And that's not saying like, I need to control her. I need to like, be the one that, I, that you know, I, that... You know, I need to build you up or you need to build me up. Mm-hmm. It's more so like, bro, like, how can we complement each other? Yeah, can we grow together? Like, 
I've addressed all this shit before I got with you. Right, right. right. So, I'm going to make the effort not to address it with you, but I'm going to be constantly working on myself so it won't become an issue mm. with you. So... Made perfect sense. Yeah, like, it's just like, you know, like, people... Man, it, it just, like, it, it pisses me off, but at the same time, it's just like everybody going through their process. Can, can I ask sort of a... um controversial question go ahead um controversial question <laughs> on the what word i just said a lot of syllables <laughs> <laughs> i hate you <laughs> um so this is also something that i learned like and the more we talk about it, it's just starting to make me actually realize and I, we, can, we can wrap this up in a minute but um one thing that i feel like it's like damned if i do damned if i don't right is when Women like they beg up and down, right? They're like, "Oh, be honest with me. I can just just be. Don't lie to me. Tell me the truth, and and I can take it, bro." What I found is that you can tell a woman the truth, and literally, it's like they don't hear you. Like it's like even though you said it a day or two or a week go by, and it's like you saying the same thing. It's like I already told you this though. Like why are you still mad at me now? So I'm actually confused and. And I don't want to sound like a dickhead, which that's one of my best characteristics. But I've literally, I feel like this year alone, I have been the most honest. Like, I believe in giving women, like, a choice, right? I'm going to tell you who I am. And then if you accept me, then we locked in. If I tell you who I am and you don't, then like sales, you got to lose a deal to get one, right? Like, it don't always work out. But I feel like when I tell women the truth, even though I tell them and we locked in, they still, like, it's still like we having the same conversations over and over. It's... It's kind of, I, I hear you, and I think that, what what is it? Women are from Venus, men are from Mars, is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't like think that. we'll ever understand each other on that, because I don't think that we can handle that type of honesty with each other. And um, I'll even talk about a situation to where I had a woman, to where, like, all right, like, uh, we were dealing with each other, and, um, you know, like, I had, she, she had asked me a question of, you know, like, how do you deal with temptation? And um, I was just <laughs> it's like, not like a subtle question, but it's yeah, actually a no, big we, question. We was just we was just we was just chopping it up though. Like it was cool. It was like, how do you deal with temptation? And you know, I tried my best to preface it with <laughs> like, you know, like don't get mad or like really understand where I'm coming. You about from. to not, say something? Yeah, but it's just but it's just like you know, I was at I was at I was at a, a little party or whatever, and I was like, I got a woman's number. Okay, right. And, um, you know, I never texted her. Like, we, we, we talked, we had a good conversation, but I never texted. So just for the sake of, like, people listening, you got a woman's number, but, like, tell, tell me, were you in a relationship? Were you single? Were you just dating I was, a situation? I was, like, I was in a relationship. And I know a lot of women out there probably think immediately, like, why are you giving out your number in yeah. the first place? And that's why I say women are from Venus, men are from Mars. It's like no, like I she, see what you're saying. So yeah, you're saying that you yeah. did the right thing because even though you got a number, you let her yeah, know it's and, not and, happening. And then it's a very honest conversation. It's like yo, I'm being honest with you. Like yeah, you telling no, the truth. Like, it's just like this is how I fight temptation. And this is gonna sound toxic. What I'm about to you my right. answer to it. Honestly, bro, <laughs> I think there are certain things you just keep to yourself. Like you just don't tell them. Yeah, but that's but that's. That's like the trust that you try to build. You try to build that, but it's like certain things, though, like it don't matter how you say it, how true it is. They go, because in a woman's head, and I'm not a woman, but I'm thinking that a woman probably thinking, well, if you weren't interested, 
why you give your number in the first yeah, place? It's like you know, like why why would you even give out your number? Which is a fair question to right. ask. But in my in a man's head, it's just yeah. Like, it's like I ain't text. I let her know that. Like I even told her, like yo, like if you want to be platonic, like I the literal like she texted me first, mm-hmm. right? And then the literal text message back was like, hey, like if you want to be platonic friends, like that's cool. I have a girlfriend. Right, right, right. So you know, like. If you don't want to waste your time, that's fine, too. And all she said is just like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, man. So it's just like, you know, like, I think that that's just a man-woman thing that we'll never really understand. Like, you can't get a whole truth. So one thing you said, and maybe you didn't mean to say it, but you said, if you don't want to waste your time. Like, oh, wait, 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 no. So you saying. I gave her an option. So you saying she can be my platonic friend, but like. If, if you, she doesn't, then okay. Yeah, okay, like, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, gotcha. like, I'm cool. I miss her. Okay. So like, it's just like, you know. Bro, like it's it's that to me that was just honest communication, and and so, I would say good job to you, to, like as a man, as a man yeah. right? Like, but as a woman, it's like why would you give your number out in the first place? See, and, and like you said, women are from Venus, men are from Mars, or Mars, Venus, however, whatever we from. Yeah, bro, some things are just not gonna be understood. We really don't have no time to go into everything, man, but. I, I can tell just from jumping back on here, bro, that we got a lot of stuff to unpack. It's a lot of, it's a lot of shit to unpack. I think this is a good start, though. Yeah, sure. By the way, man, if y'all didn't know, BA came all the way from Chicago. I had to come back. To do the podcast. I'm not saying that's the sole reason he came, but <laughs> it is definitely one of the reasons that he came, man. I really appreciate that. I feel like this is just like old times. Um, y'all know my man's left me, so um, now I'm out here running wild in these streets. That's something terrible. I'm Reckless. not running wild in the streets, but like Reckless. I usually come to him when I got questions and he can like give me free therapy sessions. So <laughs> I, I really appreciate uh, the fact that we can just bounce back like this, like it, like we never left. Patty B conversations. It's just you know what I'm saying. Give you know perspective on different things. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess we can go ahead and wrap this up for now. Yeah, but- for sure, man. <laughs> Straight to the point. Not too long. Not too short. Like. Y'all know what it is, man. Y'all better listen to this, too. I'm going to make it out. (laughs) (laughs) But, yo, once again, this is Storm Batista. And this is BA. And this was another episode of Made Men Podcast. Bring you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black. Skinny or fat. These are the facts. Facts. And everything that we think every man should know about savings. Investing. Dating. And everything else in between. 